But I wanted to switch the uh, the conversation and the vibe of the conversation over to lockdown boys. That that's that's what I was telling you. That that's what I was thinking about during lockdown. It's just wavering, of wavering intentions. intentions. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's what we were talking about the yeah. whole time. You said you're alone in the room, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's difficult. Yeah. The thing is, yeah, mm-hmm. um, when it comes to being alone in these situations, oh, I've got a family. Amazing, they're just very loud. They're downstairs mm. and whatever. But <laughs> sometimes I go upstairs because I got a bit of a headache or whatever, and then I'll sit there, and then like you get a rush of thoughts, like a rush of emotions, a rush of thoughts, and one of the things that pops through my head is because obviously I just I don't know I'll do work on fair income at the time, and then um, for example we put up an episode that doesn't do too well, well views wise, yeah, you know, not really content wise. Go upstairs, sit down. And you're kind of like, you feel like it's, it's, it's like a, it's like a weight on you. You're it's to like deliver. We're not good enough. Like mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like as if like, regardless of the regardless of the content, we're never gonna be good enough to get the views that, like for example, we got eighty k views on our channel now, yeah, whatever it is. Eighty three point one. I got an email the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I got okay. it. We got added to some subscription thing. I was like, Chang, I don't know what this is, but it looks nice. That's why yeah. you're getting all these business DMs. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know the process of. I don't know the whole thing. Yeah. But what I'm saying Watch is, time. Sorry. I don't, I don't. But then I see like one video. It's not even. It's not even that much effort. Someone put in like a very grainy video of Khabib talking about something for 20 seconds. Mm. 300,000 views. Yeah. Yeah. Triple. F- <laughs> quadruple what we do you know <laughs> do you know what I mean you or there was a 40 second video of like MJ dunking for the first time at age 40 or something like that that's like 40 million views or something like that it's Bro, like, it's like d- 40 second video listen to this Willie you know Messi signed for PSG right <laughs> yeah, yeah. he hasn't played any games hmm. bro people crop his like his head onto some other players oh my put God. the highlight <laughs> the scores next to it oh Messi's first game yeah. bro 18 million views and he huh? hasn't played a game this guy baited 18 million people <laughs> Like, <laughs> like it just yeah. it hurts because these people yeah. are doing things that are effortless. Mm-hmm. We're putting so much effort into our work, yeah, and we feel like we're not getting the same of what we expect. Hundred yeah. percent. I think there's two angles to look at it too. You know, like starting from why not like three? Say again. Huh? One hundred and three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then no, literally this time last year we weren't doing YouTube. Like the whole process of planning of going yeah. into YouTube, and then now a year later. Like, we're on YouTube, our faces out there, you know? I remember the first time I saw, I told you boys about this, like, the first time someone sent me a snap of us on a big TV, like, like on, like, an actual, like, a TV. Mm. I said, it's weird, like, seeing yourself <laughs> on an actual... Because we... Our process of starting this podcast started off us using the triangle tables and the iPhone cameras and then, you know, the little things. And then now, we're like, we're, we're on, like, an actual plasma TV. Mm. People can watch us on a TV. Mm. I look at that and I go... I never saw myself doing that type of thing, which is sort of cool, mm. you know. But I want to ask you a question. So with lockdown, yeah, um, I don't personally know this because obviously pretty much I'm in a quiet house 24-7 in lockdown, yeah. What's it like being in a house like where everyone is in a tight space and you're in each other's business and stuff? How does that add to the whole idea of lockdown? It is chaotic. Yeah? It is. It is. I can't lie. I can't be like, my house isn't the biggest house, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's not very much space to... Mm-hmm run away from your mm. <laughs> from from a situation you kind of have to deal with it face on mm-hmm. problem is when emotions are high and for example a situation occurs you can't really like i'm gonna walk out to the next room where's the next room upstairs mm. i'm not going up the stairs that's, <laughs> you know that's another problem yeah. so this is cardio <laughs> <laughs> but um 
it is chaotic. Um, I love the fact that there's a lot of laughs. And that's why, like, when I hear from some of the boys and they tell me, like, oh, like, like, do you kick it with your family in the living room and whatever? That's weird. Like, how is that weird? That's, like, literally every single... Like, if not, I'm with them more than I'm by myself. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm. A lot of people are all like, nah, it's... I'm, I'm, I'm more so by myself than I am with them. And I'm like, how, how can you get away from your family? And then I realized that the houses are a lot more big. Like yeah, wider, spread out. And then they actually have their own room. I have to share a room. I told you, I've got like mm. this much space on the floor in my room. Yeah. <laughs> and it's me and my little brother. Literally, our beds are almost connected, yeah? <laughs> but anyways, um, so yeah, um, having a lot of people around is entertaining. Yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you. <laughs> That's cute. But on camera. <laughs> zoom in. Does that does that help with your thoughts sometimes getting the better of you? Because like you said before, like sometimes when you're alone, it's just your it's you and your thoughts. Yeah. But then you being kind of like occupied, busy, does that help with your thoughts? Uh, I don't. Th- I don't. Know. I don't really know if you guys remembered, but first lockdown, I I tried to spend a lot of time by myself. You're watching The Office and eating noodles, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 but that was like at night because that was the only time I can get away from the fam. But yeah, um, so what what I used to do was I used to kind of like schedule a time in my head where, and I was a lot more self-aware. Like when situations were getting a little bit overwhelming, and I don't know, people are talking too much in the living room, or was too much chaos going on, and it kind of like messed with my head a little bit because mm-hmm. I'd get pissed easy. You mentioned having little brothers that keep touching you. Yeah, yeah. Come on, bro, get out of here, man. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I would go upstairs, just relax a little bit, come back down, you know? And I was a lot more switched on, self-aware. Now it's, I I enjoy the company, I, I enjoy the laughs. Mm-hmm. I love the back and forth stuff. Mm. But I get cut. Gotcha. I'm, I'm, ah. And I'm a lot less, like, emotionally intelligent in this situation. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not as self-aware as I used to be in the other lockdown. Yeah. Maybe circumstances changed, I don't know, maybe I... That was the first time dealing with a massive pandemic and you're forced mm-hmm. to literally stay... With your parents. And not only that, at the start of that pandemic, not like two different pandemics, but that lockdown specifically, most people were abiding by laws. Mm. You know, people were actually staying yeah. home. Everything was like like foreign to them, you know. But what about you boys? No, my family's funny, my family, yeah. <laughs> well, like our household and just how yeah, it is. Yeah, like how, it is, how, how is it? Is like I want to know like the thought process of like, because when Dan Andrews goes on the press conference and he announces lockdown, it does not phase me one bit. Like, I go to her, I go, okay, yeah, lockdown, you know? But I know some people, like, friends of mine who go into lockdown, like, crap, man, like, I have yeah. to, like, ah, yeah, it's, people it's, like, yeah, it's like a prison to them. really stress out, You know, yeah, and it's exactly. like, you, I, I can't fathom that. I don't understand that, like, that perspective. I remember I said something on our last coronavirus episode, and I was saying, like, if I had to do this again, like, I wish that I could stay home. I don't know if you guys remember saying that, mm. yeah? But I can't say that because... I don't know, someone who's been in that same situation and stayed at home, to them, it's like, bro, it's like they're with their thoughts, they're in their head, and it's yeah, like, it's an insensitive statement to make, last. you know? So I've got to be blessed with the fact that I can yeah. go up. But I just want to hear that angle of it, you know? Because like I know people are listening here right now, when they mm. go into lockdown, they're like, oh shit, like, it's the end of the world to them. I seen someone put up a post on Instagram the other day that said, I can't do lockdown again. My mental oh, well. health, my mental health can't do lockdown. I look at that statement, I'm confused. Like, yeah. I can sort of sympathize, I can understand, but I'm confused. I was like, what mental health? You know, like, I'm chilling over here, you know? But yeah, take it away. Like for me, I'm probably th- similar to you. Like it doesn't really affect me because I got, like, when it comes to responsibilities for myself, I'm not paying bills, so the only thing I have is uni, and it's online. Mm-hmm. So I really have no issue. But then for me, I just feel for like my parents and other business owners, mm-hmm. 
it's like it's making a huge effect on their businesses and obviously they're, they're only like relying on online orders but then it's like certain businesses rely more on face-to-face interactions yeah like my parents business mm-hmm. so i kind of like feel for them more they're watching the news every day trying to find out what they have to do and then seeing how long their business can last as well yeah so it's like yeah, it's, it's a waiting game basically exactly and so I, I kind of look in that perspective i feel for those business owners i ask some of the cafe owners seeing how they're doing and like how they're even lasting to be honest i don't know how some business is still going around i think i feel half the cafes around here i'm not gonna lie at least the one right next to my house <laughs> no but yeah so it's mostly like because i don't i don't like to complain personally because i like to look at different perspectives and see how other people's are di- other people are dealing with the lockdown and financially and all that because I personally think I've got nothing to worry about, like nothing to actually sh- stress or complain. I can fill my time with other things. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be solely entertainment or just studies. I can just yeah learn new things. There's no burden on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alhamdulillah, yeah. I'm not sure if Ashraf's the same. but I yeah. think what you were saying, with people going in lockdown, unfortunately some people's lives get flipped upside down in lockdown. Your life maybe with union work doesn't change much. No, it doesn't. But I feel other people's lives is like maybe seeing their friends, working, sports teams, or just going out is the things that keep them sane. And going at home maybe brings back insecurities mm-hmm. or trauma or whatever they have at home. So it's yeah. like, and sometimes even like past experiences with other lockdowns. If your last lockdown was actually really tough on you, the worst thing is going back to that feeling mm. where everything gets turned off, especially now with curfews and stuff like that. It's like, they can't even go out at night and go get food. Mm-hmm. And it's more about, like, sometimes you don't even want to go out, but it's more the mental barrier. I can't even if I want to. Mm-hmm. I can't see my friend. I can't go to the park. So it is very tough for a lot of people. But I felt like for me, I came into this lockdown and said, I want this lockdown to be the most productive lockdown I've had. And it's like, okay, how can I do that? And I looked at it and said, other lockdowns, I kind of went with the, like, went, just did whatever I could, enjoyed it, kind of like, Sucked it up and said two more weeks. Now, Allah Alam, when we're getting out of it, and it's happened to us quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But like one thing, I miss the gym. Oh, 100%. soccer season's gone. Mm. That's one thing. Yeah, but I miss going no, out and eating. No, it's not he's been to the gym his whole life. That was bad. My guy, he was on a roll. Wallah, he was yeah, on a mashallah, roll. Mashallah, mashallah. Taking the piss, bro. Like. He listened to the other side, bro. He's just bro. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, the gym is a big one, bro. Yeah, but it's all about the perspective because, inshallah, this is the last lockdown. <laughs> but Allah alam, you know, obviously people get in the jab and things like that. Yeah. But it's like you might not get the opportunity to be at home this much freedom. Yeah. It's like, okay, Bismillah, let's make it the most productive. How can I do that? Maybe try to pick up new skills. Like, I've been learning how to edit, mm-hmm. telling you guys. Yeah, how's that going? Editing's tough. <laughs> yeah. All the respect to people that know how to edit, yeah. but it's like. It's kind of a new skill that you can kind of put your mind on and it keeps me busy. And that's the main thing because when you're not busy, like they say, like, you know, with um, sins you do in private or th- thoughts that get to your head, you know those times where you have a packed day for like five days in a row when you're working, uni assessments, you don't have time to even think about this. Mm-hmm. But when you're free is when these thoughts and ideas come to your head. So I was like, try to keep myself busy and it's like still enjoy it. So like I try to do be as productive as I can doing whatever I wanted to do. Yeah. People can pick up new ho- hobbies, skills, whatever. And then it's like nighttime, I kind of just relax. Beware of the idle mind. Yeah. yeah you that, have to. That statement. You yeah. have to, man. Yeah. The idle mind can take you, it can make you go crazy. And that's what lockdown is now, a month. The idea of oh, the next month, what am I going to do? Yeah. But it's like, 
I tried to pick up a new hobby. I never saw myself as an editor. Never. I could be like, no, nah, I don't have the eye for it, this, that. But it's like... That's actually true because when Fading Kim started, everyone, I think, learned how to edit and I show you the nah, last. No, never. Never. You know, because you were already doing it. Then obviously I started it. Then Ali hopped on. He was doing the whole social media thing. He started it. He was the last person to get on it. Mm. You know? And it's interesting because I'm reading a book called So Good They Can't Ignore You. And it's talking about why passion, you shouldn't look for passion. Or like you shouldn't ch- chase your passion. You know, people say like, follow your passion. Oh. That's the worst advice you can give someone. Yeah, why? Like, uh, why, why? Too much pressure? No, no, no. Uh, you guys should read the book. But <laughs> yeah, expand on, <laughs> no, expand I will. on it. But it was interesting because he started off talking about Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. So Steve Jobs said, in like he went to, I think, um, Stanford and he gave a talk you know, to all the graduates. He goes, everyone follow your passion. But Steve Jobs didn't even f- follow that. Um, advice because it talks about Steve Jobs' story because Steve Jobs was in and out of courses in and out of uni he studied like politics and arts okay and then he saw computers as a business venture it was never coding you know someone else did it so he's like okay let me see what I can do and then he did it and then after he got good at it like for example he wanted to build the first computer like he, he wanted to build a keyboard system you know, I'm probably butchering the story, but <laughs> he wanted yeah. to build like a keyboard system. He went to someone, they're like, go build the con- entire computer. Mm-hmm. So he's like, okay. He built the entire computer and made money from it. And then after he got good at the skill is when he started to enjoy it. So the person says, don't follow passion because sometimes you don't have the passion. It's like us with a podcast. We never had, if someone said, oh, what's your passion? It's like podcast. Like you've never done it. So you can't be your passion. You mm. kind of have to like experience it, get good at it. He says, build like, was it career capital yeah. which is like experience knowledge on it and yeah. then your passion will come through it and so he goes with anything you're not going to just wake up in the morning and be like yeah I'm really passionate about um, marketing Yeah, you have to go experience it. I'm really That's passionate true. about accounting or helping my community only through experience so it's same as me with editing it's like I don't even know if I'm passionate about it because I haven't given it a try so yeah. let me give it a try now after doing it I'm like maybe passion is the word but I enjoy it Yep. And passion sometimes is such like a big thing. It's like, is that your calling? It doesn't have to be your calling. It could be something you enjoy. It could be a leisure or hobby activity. Yeah. So after reading it, it's actually a very interesting book. Mm-hmm. And I've read a book about passion, but that was actually very interesting because it's like after time is when you start to enjoy something. And then it talks about like how happiness can come out of it yeah. or the idea of happiness. There's you a know? correlation between that and, you know, the way Goggins always says, don't wait for motivation. Yeah, it's yeah. true. So it's like when, you, when you're still waiting for this motivation, one day I'm going to wake up and I'm just going to be on it. That's it. It's going to happen. Mm. Like there's ups and downs. The situations occur where um, you're not going to be into the situation. You're not, you're not going to be into doing what you were doing like two days ago. Mm. You know, your mind wavers, your brain goes somewhere else. And it's like, you don't have to be happy about what you're doing. You just have to do it. Mm. You have yeah. to be the, um, the most disciplined the most disciplined, um, unhappy person. Is, is, that, is that what Tyson said yeah. on, on it's, Joe it's Rogan's? It's, what it's, it's true because you have to be disciplined and the motivation comes. And the same with like passion or finding your calling because he talks about being having a job, having a profession and having a calling. And the only way to figure out your calling <coughs> is uh, through experiences. So you being in bed watching TV shows, you're not going to find out what your calling yeah, exactly. is. Yeah. So that was a very interesting thing because it's like, okay, what's mine? And I've had multiple experiences since I finished school that have kind of like shaped what you want to do, yeah. you know? Like, but only through experiences, you'll be like, yep, that works for me. And it takes longer for some people. And you also, he talks about how callings might change over time. Do you get it? Where like people go through phases in their life. Mm-hmm. Because 
for example, you, st- you go into the workforce, I'll say 25 years old, and you leave 65, 40 years, you know? H- how many people have the same career for 40 years? i say max 10%. Yeah, it's pretty rare. Most people switch between careers. Yeah. One thing is maybe because of money or something like that, but one thing is like you might lose enjoyment. You might get sick of it. It's like, oh, I have a new calling. I know a guy that used to work at my school. Mm. I think he was 40, and then he switched and started becoming a teacher at 40. Now he's a gun teacher. I thought Mashallah. most people stayed in their career for most of their lives. I think most people switch between careers. I know my dad's had like eight, nine, ten yeah. different profession, like different types of jobs. Yeah, okay. I yeah. thought because I, I thought like career switches is based off of opportunities, and not everyone gets that type of opportunity. Or like, like safety. Like yeah, that safety yeah, net yeah, to like yeah. sort safety of try other things. You know, like most people like would work in retail because no other opportunities for them have come out. They might have other skills, they might have other callings, mm. but they don't. Like people live life like in a state of fear of the unknown. So if they jump into another career, can it like support me financially? Yeah. Mm. Like can it like fulfill me like emotionally? Fulfill me? I don't know That's my true. desires and whatnot. Little stuff like that. It's so a privilege to have the opportunity to switch. I think it's a massive privilege. But I just know like for people. At 18, that are picking their passion or career at uni is one of the most stupidest things you could do. Like, you're highly unlikely to be able at 18 to know what you want to do for the next 40 years. Yeah, you I have to against the school system. But that's another yeah. part. But, that, but if it's regardless of the school system, it's more about the decision at 18 where you're expected to make it. You know, and you don't it's know, what, like, you don't have like life experience where you're finishing school. So, why are you going to pick something that's repercussions for maybe 40k hex debt or whatever? Yep. So it's more like that. Yeah, how many people, sorry, how many people do you know have finished their degree and it's like completely what they don't want, like it's not mm. what they want to do. Mm. They, and then once it, they start experiencing, they even just getting a casual job and then you start to realise, okay, I actually like this. I don't mind staying for another two years. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then after that, like after they've graduated, they're like applying, like I know a mate, after he graduated, was applying for a job for like two years straight, mm. you know, and he actually felt like shit in those two years. You know, because like, what's the point of going through uni to go get a degree and for, peop- for you to gloat, not like gloat, but like when people ask you like, what are you doing right now? It's like, I just graduated. Mm. Yeah. And now the expectation of a guy who's graduated about jobless, Job, yeah. mm. you know, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. that's when people start resorting to, you know, your little things like ways that you can actually get easy money. You know, yeah. they might work in Kmart, they might work doing security. Uber, security. Yeah, income, yeah. Yeah. And most Little entry level jobs suck. Mm. Yeah. But it's back on the lockdown. It's one of those things where you can kind of, Utilize the time to figure out more about yourself. Mm-hmm. Motivation you know, comes before discipline, or discipline comes before motivation. Discipline. Motivation comes after. I yeah. thought it was the other way around. No. I thought you were got to be like motivated to do something, and then in order to keep that motivation, you gotta. Build I'll give a you discipline. an. I'll yeah, give yeah. you an example. Sunnah fajr every morning for me. As soon as I wake up, I'm like, bro, I'm just playing fard, <laughs> and then I make wudu, and I'm like, okay, I'll play sunnah because two minutes. Yeah. You know. The motivation isn't. I don't wake up in the morning like, but I'm so excited to pray and start my day. It's <laughs> about discipline. Nah, trust me, I don't. When I wake up, I'm like, bro, can I? You're half asleep. Yeah. yeah, it's the first moments of when you it just wake up. The motivation isn't there. Like in the morning, like yeah, I'm G to go yeah. gym. You're I'm a CPU G- character. But I thought but the motivation. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. like for a fajr example, the motivation comes the night before, though. You know, in order to be able to wake up, yeah, you got to build that motivation, but you got to have that discipline to carry it out that morning, if that makes sense. I think it's just I think it's just discipline. Like you're waking up, for example, if you sleep late and you're waking up, you might get motivated in the moment. Like, yeah, I'm praying. Okay, let me maybe lengthen. Let me do the dikr after. But in order to continue that prayer, then you got to be disciplined. It's the continuation, unless it's the way that I yeah. interpret it. You know, uh, the continuation of a certain habit is discipline. But in order to action that certain idea is. So motivation nah. is initiative. Yeah, motivation is initiative. Discipline is that. 
Yeah. I don't know, the, the studies on it, you guys can read about it, but like <laughs> 900, 999 out of 1,000 is discipline, you know? Yeah. Because it's like Goggins. Do you think Goggins is motivated every single day? No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. He would have been motivated to begin with. Yeah, but... Allah. Anyway, go, look, continuing the, the, the lockdown conversation. Yeah. yeah. So how what, what's been happening since lockdown for you boys? Obviously, we've been in and out of lockdown. Um, you know we've spent about 200 days this year in lockdown? Yeah, all together. All together since the pandemic started, we've spent about 200 days. Well, this is Victoria, not everyone. Yeah. What's going on? Ali needs to talk for just to make 200 days? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, literally 200 days. We're having technical issues. So we've been in lockdown for 200 days? Yeah. I could do it. Damn. Yeah. Damn. 200 days since the pandemic started, we've spent in lockdown. And it's 200 days counting. How How many of them have you made the most of? Oh, your, your lockdown didn't really affect you like as None. much with work and yeah, uni. Yeah, I still wish I had Loki like some time to experience some like mm. downtime in lockdown. I would love to go on road trips, bro. They didn't have the five k curfew and yeah. lockdown. Road trips, good luck. Asha, who's holding you to the five k right now? Who said? Who said? Who said? you can't go? Daniel Andrews. Because I can't. Uh, my mum will hate on me if I go to the. Yeah. You're doing the right mom thing. Mum will snitch It's like, so I, I seen someone left my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing the yeah. right thing. I but think my perspective also on lockdown changed when um, I realized that the lockdown was bigger than me and was bigger than. Um, how do I say this? The people around. Second? Bigger than your needs? Yeah, like it, it wasn't about me. Yeah. I remember there was this video that I saw on Facebook, the only time I'm ever on Facebook. And it was like Nine News uploading like a protest. It was like a small business protest and they all went into the city. Fah, there was this lady, she's just shouting at the police, you know, and they they ended up locking her up, you know, for obviously for breaching COVID rules or whatever. Real lockdown. Say again? Real <laughs> lockdown. The lockdown. Yeah, they, they actually locked it. Yeah, oh. they locked it. Yeah. <laughs> I just clocked what he said. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, later on, as she was speaking to the guys, she was just yelling at him. Like, she was explaining her situation. Like, how am I going to get rent to pay for the next two weeks? Because most people, they rely on a week-to-week salary, mm. you know, a week-to-week pay in order just to keep their livelihoods going. And I'm out here getting paid by, like, a big company in order to keep, like, myself afloat. You know, mm. alhamdulillah, I have that luxury. So that's another thing, realizing about lockdown. But, mm. yeah. I feel like for me, I'm making the most of it by keeping busy. I started also a challenge with my mates. Mm-hmm. Another one. Is it the same, this one? No. Because the... Oh, wow, okay. I love a challenge, yeah. <laughs> but it was more like, because when I finished the other challenge, you, like, you'll like experience it, what, 43 now? It's got two days left. No, day 44. Tomorrow's the last day. Yeah. We'll go out to eat after. <laughs> <laughs> but one of those things was like, as soon as you don't need to do any of these habits, you kind of like just relax. Take your foot yeah. off the gas. Like literally, it's like uni. Like there's times where you don't have assessments. You literally don't even care. No notes, no nothing. And then as soon as the exams comes, boom, you're back on, oh, you know, reality. So yeah. there's no foot on the gas. So I said, I created the thing where it's like, with my mates, 10 weeks, 10 mm. books. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, boom, trying to smash Are you up. reading the same book as him? 10 weeks, 10 books. Uh, 10 books in 10 weeks. What so do you get so from that? it's a book a week. See, I don't yeah. get that. That, that speed, you know, the, the no, it's not speed reading. Not speed reading. It's like that, that timing, like, the timing. Like, yeah. like what do you, what do you, what's so the rush? Like, what do you get after? Like me, I have to go read something, and then I go, did that stick? No, it didn't stick. Let me read it again. Then I read yeah. it again until I kind of fathom it, and then, and then I go, okay. I can See move how forward. you can quote 
Shrek and SpongeBob and whatever. <laughs> you can you literally watch a movie and you can quote. Oh, so I don't quote Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever you quote, like you know, what SpongeBob, yeah. you quote movies or you quote a song title. or you quote you quote a TV show, like it's nothing. Oh, sorry, intellectual. No, <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> your your skill of remembering it is higher than, for example, mine. Uh-huh. It's the same. So if I read a book, I'll be able to remember. Um, like it would just be easy for me to remember. Well, what do you read? I just told you it's so good. Well, I can't I ignore I you. I understand that concept. It's more like the more content so you're like you indulging, yeah. the more likely you are to. Yeah. That's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it depends on said. indulging in that content. That's what he said. Yeah, that's what the book's called. I didn't know it was the title. What's the book called? <laughs> well, like, I so thought good it was that kind of you. So good that I can't <laughs> ignore you. I was like, thanks, bro. What the hell? <laughs> but it's one of those things. It's like it's like anything. You just get better at it. No, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, so it just takes like and experience. And I wasn't reading like that much, so I thought, why not? Let me try something new, and just smash it. You mm. know, because w- I'm free the whole day, and now I'm reading half an hour a day. It's not much, or or more than that, but still, you know. But it helps you. There's a like, there's a push to wanting, like, to yeah. having to read more. And I'm doing it with my mates. Yeah, you're not it's doing not it like alone. Uh, by myself. And they're enjoying it, and we read the same book, and he would tell me something like hectic. And it keeps you like <laughs> feeling like you're. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps you like feeling like you're moving forward you know yeah. you're progressing that, I think that's the whole idea of so being in lockdown feeling like you're progressing in a way mm. so you learned so have you got like a list or are you just going with <laughs> what have you learned is that the question <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no, one of those things like yeah. have you got a list of things that you learned from your book yeah well, we already did a book episode <laughs> how are you how are you keeping you know active are you going for runs or anything <laughs> Sorry, I want to about why I'm not going <laughs> to talk about things like that But yeah, no I'm, I'm Are you still doing six days is the question Bro, I'm telling you, I don't feel like I have I don't think, I wouldn't say butterkey in my time But I feel like it's I feel like days are flying, bro Yeah Days are flying to the point where I'm trying to handle Like five different priorities in a day mm-hmm. And then like My body just can't do it I'll give you an example Mornings, you know, I do the early runs uh, yeah. for um For my old man and then after that's done, bro, I'm like, I come home and then I'm like, all right, I've got uni homework, like just nonstop modules and I have to go to class on Wednesdays and Tuesdays. And then um, what happens is I try to find the time to to do something for, for example, fair income, to do snippets or something like that. There's no time. Cause then Where's the time going? <laughs> Tell yeah. me, bro. Yeah. I'm like, it's half the time. Even yeah. now, bro, I don't know what's wrong with my body. Yeah. It's just kind of worn down, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm. I feel like it's burning out a little bit. But then again, it's like, I still want to, because there's something inside me that's niggling me. It's like, you're not, something's not right here. Because Dean-wise, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm on point yet. You know what mm. I mean? Like, I feel like I'm still trying to work my way towards a point where, like, at least Quran is something that's regular to me in my in my, in my my day-to-day life. Like, Inshallah. Salah, alhamdulillah, is not a bad thing. It's like, it's been there f- I was born like Mashallah. every day alhamdulillah salah is it's an easy thing for me mm. but mm. like there's that next step you know you want to move forward with it you want to read Quran you want to be more attached to the Quran mm. but yeah. it's like you have those you know those those fluctuations yeah. 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 yeah so it's like very difficult for me to like find the time to to um, I, don't, I don't know if people are going to say I'll make the time yeah but I yes. don't know what it is that the day just flies because I'm wrecked. As soon as I get home from work, I'm telling you, driving takes it out of you, bro. Yeah, it does. It does yeah. Driving takes it out of you. You don't like realize till you're done. It's mentally taxing. And also, when you're doing so much in a day as well, time goes fast. Yeah. But when you're doing nothing, it's like it's like a shift. 
You know when you're doing a shift and like you would have known when you were doing security at thingy, yeah. Mm. It's like when you're standing and your mind's up. You first of all you end up being more tired by just doing nothing. For I, d- I don't know where the science correlates there, and also you feel as if time is being dragged out mm. when in reality it isn't. Maybe it's because our body's meant to be moving. That probably yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the physiology <laughs> that goes but behind you know it. What's uh, <laughs> what you can do with the iman thing? Because sometimes when you limit, you know how there's love languages. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing it's like what's yours. <laughs> but like to feel someone's you can do all the right things but if you're not doing the that one thing the love tank's not full you know that makes up 80 percent of it. it's 80 20 so it's like whatever that specific thing is within relationship it's like that that makes 80 percent. everything else fits, puts the 20 it's the same thing with maybe your iman where it's like you might be doing salah and sadaqah and you're listening to a lecture series but there's one thing that kind of makes your iman go higher Makes mm-hmm. you feel like you have a connection with Allah. Some people it's salat, some people dhikr, dua. They're listening to a lecture series, they're reading Quran, mm. they're memorizing. So maybe try to figure out what it is for you, and then just prioritize that. Because mm. you might be putting, like for example, extra time in something else. Like I really want to make, listen to a lecture series. I really want to make a dua after every single salat for extra five minutes. But maybe you reading one page of Quran might be better for you. Yeah, so figure out. Then it's like, oh, you know. I feel like it's it's the dua. Yeah, then and that works for you. Is yeah, a lot is a lot more for me. Like I get, that's the thing. Does that make us abid al um, uh, the feeling? Do are we are we becoming the abid of the feeling after that, or are we becoming people of um of of like obviously doing it for Allah's sake? Mm. That sort of stuff kind of like it always gets to it my gets head. To yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's yeah. something you have to be conscious of. But I think you trying to get closer to Allah. Like not for the feeling, but if you do the thing that like du'a that gets you closer, you're more likely to do the other stuff because mm. you feel like you're on an iman high. When you're on an iman high, you do extra. You, for example, you say you want to read a page Quran a day. If you're on an iman high, you might read four. Yeah. But if you're not on an iman high, you'll do the bare minimum. So whatever gets you on that high, and then try to stay there as long as oh you can. That's a good point. And yeah. Just, it, like make the most of that situation. It's not, a, it's not about the feeling. It's just about it's a connection with Allah. It's a motivation. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of the push. I don't like that. It won't <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. Well, question. What's online learning like? Online learning? Yeah. Like uni? I realise that's another um, aspect. <laughs> Why is this guy signing this guy's like burning. a cow, bro? He <laughs> <laughs> got cut at you fast. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what's your problem? No, it's online Oh, is it because you do online learning, yeah? Okay, see the trauma he feels. Yeah. I don't do online learning, so like, I don't, like, I, I, ha- I did it. it. I did it last year. Okay. And I remember how hard that was. Like in terms of, I don't retain any of the knowledge that I learned online mm. last year. But how's it like this year? Has it changed? Any different? Do you enjoy it more? Uh, you got a new computer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> we're waiting for a new computer. <laughs> actually, this guy is. Were you weren't you getting a new setup? How's that come along? Me. Yeah, setup. like that setup. Yeah. You got the whole setup done. Yeah. Is that where the new bro. computer came from too? Ready, man. Sure, everyone. <laughs> no, no, I don't have a new. Let's computer. do I'm the uh, piss, let's bro. do those I'm video ideas saying, there. I'm just saying, like whether it's 2020 or 2021. I don't think much things change with online learning. Yeah. The only thing that's bad is you kind of ha- don't have that freedom to go, oh, miss, can I ask you a question? Mm. Like, oh, miss, what am I in high school? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, don't, you don't have that freedom to kind of like go up to the teacher after class and, you know, spread mm. you have to write an email, formal yeah. letter. Bro, what the hell is this, it's man? too much effort. You, you know, know what, I miss, I miss the, uh, the breakout rooms. You know when... Oh, bro, everyone goes quiet, bro. <laughs> what do you like about it? It's awkward in the world. hear me out. The second he or she like announces it's going to be a breakout, she go breakout room and Zoom call. 
laptops closed. Oh. I never make it to a breakout room. Never would I don't think up. anyone does. I've done the it's, same. It's awkward, bro. It's like, uh. yeah, we, there's going to be group tasks. You're going to do this and that, talk. With one what another. if the class hey. only has like 11 people hey. in it? Oh. And then bro, the interaction, what was that? What if like the class only has like 11 people in your back room? like five or six. I don't, I don't think they'll even do Bro, it. Bro, breakout no. rooms will be like two people. It's like, hey, how's that going on for you? No, <laughs> and in the last 30 seconds, the teacher might pop in and you're like, oh, so how's the work on? Yeah, good. I think, and bro, no one's chatting yeah, about anything. Yeah, it's just, yeah, good, then yeah. quiet. It's absolute yeah. minimum, Mike bro. turned off. I feel mm. sorry for the teacher, bro. Just imagine teaching that class and it's like, yeah, so, like, nice, good. And then she has mm. to leave the break. She probably is trying to leave the breakout room faster yeah. than you guys are trying to leave Te the breakout I, room. I think teaching online is, is a lot harder than learning online. Yeah. Bro, you can easily just turn off the camera, do whatever in the background. Yeah. And to be honest, you're not con you're not consuming half the things. You're doing other stuff in the Are background. they teaching you to teach online? <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> they are, Loki, yeah? Yeah. Teaching you to teach. Yeah, that's crazy because it's a new aspect that's of why learning like nowadays. It's a, it's a bit weird though because mm. like I have, I was meant to, it was meant to be face-to-face -face and I was meant to like teach the rest of the class. Mm-hmm. You know, teach them a skill in like a sport. So mm -hmm. I'm doing tennis, for example. Yeah. But now all of a sudden I have to do, I have to create a video of me talking, explaining the drill. Like playing tennis? Like to the camera, yeah, playing tennis. <laughs> it's so awkward. So I have to do it later today. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like, <laughs> it defeats the purpose, bro. You have to take like 10 steps behind. So it's like 10 yeah, exactly. steps back. And yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And what do you get assessed for? Like presentation, like quality? Yeah, it's so awkward. weird, man. What are yeah. like, bro? Can you learn effectively online? Not uni stuff, but in general, like other stuff. I think you can, but it just depends on what it is, man. At the moment, for what I'm learning, I'm, I'm not actually yeah. doing everything. So yeah. I think it just depends on how motivated you really are. Motivated, yeah. What, what are you saying, Ahmed? Yeah. What? Okay, that. <laughs> um, I think. Yeah, go, go. What are you saying? Now for me, because um, I'm learning Auslan, which yeah. is sign language. Yeah. So I'm sitting there like four to six hours just straight looking at the camera, no talking at all. Yeah, yeah. So imagine me being in a room, yeah. there's no talking at all, and you're just staring at each student and what they're signing and oh, stuff like that. That's mm. awful. And I did that for once, like the whole certificate last year in lockdown. Yeah. And it was like the worst experience. I just got, I, I, I think I'm maybe for me, I just passed to get into the next course. And then when it came back, I'm like, alhamdulillah, there's no lockdown, yeah. face to face. I'm like, yeah, this is, this is like where I'm interested in, uh, you know, I'm intrigued. Oh. And then when it came to back to lockdown, I'm just like, yeah. Just imagine yeah. going to a breakout room just to chuck uh. up gang signs, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's what, it's, just, it's just that. Like, <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Like, who's going to start talking? Whoever puts their hands up, like, alhamdulillah, go, you, you start talking. Bro, with Ozan, you'd have to have your camera on the whole time, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> I'm just sitting there looking. Yeah, you have to, of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, for me, what I do right now is just like, because I have like three monitors. Like, I have my left monitor like a your podcast or some video playing and I'm yeah. just staring at the camera just listening by the side because I can't sit there in silence. It doesn't work for me. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Compared to classes where you can uh, interact, it's much more. Bro, the change of environment is so important. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, like 100%, man. Like uh, in a room, you can get distracted by anything else. Because you're physically around people one, like with the same interest and like, mm. obviously you have, there's no excuse to, or like you can't get away with, you know, doing things in the background. Yeah, of course. Going yeah. on your phone is considered rude, obviously. Of course, yeah. Because everyone can see you, but then when you're behind the camera, you can easily just do it on the side or whatever. Yeah, of course, yeah. Get away but with it. Like I said, you're more learning and more intrigued and more focused you're in when you're face-to-face -face than you are in your room because you've got mm. so many things around you. you got your book, you got your phone, you got your computer, 100%. you got your PlayStation, or you got all that stuff. Mm. Also, bro, like even like after class and stuff, like you have like 
some like like a few conversations with the other students, seeing what they're doing, what they want to teach. For example, in my case, and like just having random conversations about life, and that's like that's half the experience of uni, yeah, or like uh, wh- wherever you're studying. That's a half the experience. It's not just the content, and that's it. Mm. Yeah, I it's I like interacting with people in your field. I feel like uni, they try to just make whatever they're doing in a classroom online, but they didn't realize you have to change the system of how you teach online. Yeah. Obviously, because of time, they weren't prepared for it. Yeah. But I feel like there's so many other things on the internet mm-hmm. where you can learn effectively. Mm-hmm. Like, like um, I don't know, there's websites called like Skillshare or things on YouTube. Like people, like yeah, what? I mentioned them. Yeah. Okay. Because they haven't sponsored yeah. us yet. But for example, <laughs> like Peter McKinnon. Yeah. A very famous editor, he's literally like giving away free content where you can literally learn a new skill. Yeah. And there's countless things on YouTube exactly the same. If you want to learn a language, if you want to learn a skill, if you want to learn how to paint, draw, mm-hmm. use different softwares. Yeah. It's like there's actually so much online that, and they know how to do it effectively because mm-hmm. they've done it obviously over time. It's that interesting how humans adapt so fast as well. Mm-hmm. Like like everything went from hey you guys can't meet up in person and do like like even like halakas and stuff. Yeah. But now tell me where you can't find a halakha online Zoom. Um, what's called Instagram lives just that everywhere is coming left right and center it's crazy which is good though it makes things yeah. easier sometimes. it's not the same connection it's though. convenient yeah. yeah but it is convenient like you know? I don't remember the last time by the way for everyone listening the guy behind the mic was um, Ahmed he's our like our executive producer when we hit 2k we might show his face but he's pretty keen to get an episode but Wait, I just wanted to on Asha's <laughs> point <laughs> yeah. what you said you know how interesting that people like inc- for me like I'm, I'm not interested in learning because you know face to face stuff like that, yeah. mm. but more p- and then there are people like that same person could be interested going on YouTube learning about how to edit or how to read a book and stuff like that. They eager to learn, mm-hmm. but when they end the class online, they're not eager. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you think is it? Or why does it go through that mindset? Passion, maybe. <laughs> um, go take it right I think for that it depends. It has to be like sometimes uni is forced onto you. Like you were kind of enjoying it at class because of the environment. But I feel like the only way you're going to learn something is if there's like an internal drive for it. You have to really want it. You know, you're not going to, like the greatest ingredient for learning is interest. Yeah. If you're not interested in it, you're not going to stick to it. Yeah. So it's one of those things, but like... But I know people that are interested in what they're doing, but the online aspect or like the whole way that obviously the pandemic has changed everything has turned them off from their course. Yeah, It's because the production of it, how it's done. Yeah, Ali, you know? Ali, but teaching. Ali knows the methods of teaching there's um, hands-on learning, and then there's people that learn based mm-hmm. off of like, um, like just theory, and know? and like the practicals, like actual touch. Yeah. Like when I was doing my labs, bro, look at this. They give you like a methods, like a manual, just to do like a certain experiment or run this certain sampling or whatever. Yeah, just imagine it's just words after words. And I'm a practical learner. I learn based off of like my mistakes type of thing. So in order for me to understand this concept, I have to make a mistake, and then I'll get better by building off of those mistakes for mm. example mm. think about this yeah a three-hour lab yeah because experiments take a while to do often yeah three-hour lab turned into a five-minute video it's just like shocked you know it's like how do you do all of these steps in three minutes Sah. you know mm. but it goes back to how people learn differently someone else in that three minutes it's like thank god i didn't have to waste three hours mm. you know like it's been saved and compiled into three minutes but maybe you want to touch on that Ali, a little bit like the different learning no, but styles then even like at uni in general, like what Ashraf was saying, it is big pressure for 18, 19-year-olds to decide what they want to do. Like essentially, you're growing your interest as well over the three-year period. Like seeing if you want to do it, you're continuing, you're interacting with people, seeing if this is actually for you. Because mm-hmm. like how many people do you know, they do a whole year of of a degree, or if not even longer, and then they they stop, they just swap degrees. Because yeah. it's like it's not for them. Yeah. You're still trying to 
grow that interest you're still trying to find out what you actually want to do i feel like they're the luckiest people as well you know because i rather someone or i rather myself in my shoes alhamdulillah i wasn't in that predicament but i rather do something for a year know at the end of that year that that isn't for me than do it for three years and sort of like burden myself and yeah, torture myself mm-hmm. and drag it out during that whole period you know yeah, it, it's, ki- it kind of hurts yeah that realization is the strangest se- secret earl nightingale that's one of the things um he speaks about an Id- um a worthy ideal that's that's in turn in, in in regards to attaining success yeah it's all about attaining a worthy ideal you know and that ideal changes from time to time it's not a certain solid thing mm. yeah but mm. i think that because uh, i know for example me i like business and i studied business <laughs> at uni it was the most boring thing to study so yeah. how knows the same thing it's like how can you make something you're interested in boring but it's just how they produce it, how they teach it. And it's a very, like, it's a, I think it's a skill to be able to teach well. Yeah. You know, because, for example, I studied Arabic 11 years at school, mm-hmm. n- learned nothing. Yeah. I went nine months overseas, and I can speak a pretty good conversation, you know? Give it. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's one of those things where it's like, it's the teacher it's as how well, it's, it's how they teach, it's the procedures they do. And yeah. that's why like online, mashallah, the, there's actually platforms where people teach very, very well, like new skills and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. You know, even for Islamic knowledge, like you said, the mm-hmm. convenience, it might teach you to make the most of your time. Mm-hmm. Because like a lot of people, I know people that are like studying the Quran, like doing memorization online. Mm. It's like they're making the most of it, you know? Because sometimes you can't wait. You so it's packaged too. The way they give it to you, like for example, if... If you've got a teacher, I remember I actually quit a I actually quit a unit for this semester, so I, I only took on um, two units this semester. Mm. Besides the workload, there was one guy who was basically just reading the lecture slides for three hours. It's like, bro, I can do that myself, man. Mm. What was it? How are you getting paid one twenty k a year to read lecture slides back to me that I already do? Mm. Well, this is advanced digital marketing. I'm like, okay, bet this is gonna be a mad course, you know? Yeah, sounds They're gonna like teach me. Mm. They're gonna make me open up a social media account, run a business for someone. Oh, bet that's practicality, mm. you know? And then he goes, first thing you have to realize is that all digital accounts are different. Get out of here, man. <laughs> see see how that you, that unit from like your initial thought can be life changing, mm. and that guy can like make or break that life change. Yeah, bro. It's so it's not all about knowledge. But then, mm. like, I got another teacher. She's teaching um, um, marketing management. Yeah, yeah. No, she's really good at teaching because she has um, she has like a, a it's a methodology. Was a pedagogy? What's that thing called? Pedagogy. Yeah, her, her, her style of learning is sorry, her style of teaching is very good because she she loves past the past the theory and stuff. She she gives it to you in a practical manner and she kind of teaches you everything like in in like a you can see it in front of you. It's like a visible. It's like in a visible descriptive, mm. visibly descriptive way. And what's amazing about it is also she got us into this thing called the simulation. So it's basically like, hey, here's a brand, work with it, yeah. Um. And it's like you're kind of creating your own brand, and along the way you're 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 establishing what's going on, and 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 you're you're, you're moving with the direction. And it's like it's really good because it's practical. It's mm. like they give you like different news bulletins every week, and you have to work with societal pressure. It's wow. Online for online, that's very very good. It's awesome, but it shows that sometimes you can do like a less interesting subject, and it can be more entertaining mm. and more engaging. And then there's a hectic subject, and it's the complete opposite. Hundred percent, and it all depends on like the teacher and stuff like that. Yeah, it's how they look at the job as well. Oh, they look 100%. at it as like one twenty a heck. I just get paid and I read, you know, lecture they get slides. Good money, bro. Yeah, they get good money. Those the casuals as well at universities. 
begging. Dumb money. But like, money actually, everything. Yeah. Like proper proper money. Like sixty an money hour. <laughs> sixty an hour, bro. I know some casuals yeah. getting like sixty an hour. But yeah, alhamdulillah, yeah. bro. But overall, if I'm being honest, the lockdown is lockdown is manageable for me. When I see other people like you were talking about, like they're going through mental health issues I and whatever. Make easy for them. I make it easy for them. I yeah. I can kinda see why. I can understand it. But I think it's I think for me it's just more so What's wrong? What he's giggling for? Like, uh, <laughs> I'm just dragging it, yeah. Nah, I just thought it was cute. Go on, go go. Sorry, bro. Like a zebra, but um. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think we wrapped the episode up. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I, like, was go gonna, go. I was gonna Sorry. wrap it up basically. Yeah, yeah. wrap it up, bro. Yeah. Yeah, nah. For um, <laughs> I just lost my train of thought, bro. <laughs> you gotta be long, composed, bro. Huh? You gotta be composed. I don't giggle around me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I want to giggle too. I like I like being in inside yeah. jokes. I'm inside too, but um, nah. Just everything's been good. Alhamdulillah, bro. It's just basically my own personal struggles. It's more so like mm. it's more so like to do with religion and um, trying to advance myself. Because being our age or my age at least, you're in that you're in that halfway point where you're like. Should I should I already be where I'm supposed to be, or am I or am I even working towards it in the right manner? And then um, I was listening to Peterson, Jordan Peterson. One thing that he said was, imagine life or the elements of your life as cleaning up your room. Yeah, you've heard. This, I'm pretty sure everyone's heard this one. Mm-hmm. Pretty famous. So he's like, he's like, you walk into your room and your room is dirty. He goes, you look at the mess. And you're like, oh my God, this is such a mess. You can look at it holistically or you can go, okay, <laughs> there's rubbish behind the TV. There's dust on the counter. There's this, there's that. And he goes, you look at it and you see it as little small tasks that are going on that you can nullify piece by piece. And then you start to get like a roll going. Mm. So you grab the rubbish from behind the TV, throw it out. You dust down the counter. Then you go and, for example, you vacuum the floor or whatever it is that you do. And then you see that all the clutter in your life and all the things that are causing you those problems, which is recently why I've kind of, like I was telling you from before, I didn't know what was going on. So I used to run up and to the yeah. run upstairs and kind of like think things through and whatever. Now I can kind of see that there needs to be a moment for meditation. There needs to be a moment for a walk outside. Bro, if you've been in your house for, like if you have a small contained house, and you get like your family's in your face a lot. When you walk outside, you go for a run. Bro, the world is huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The world is huge. Like, there's no roof, yeah? <laughs> like, this, the ceiling's not there. Mm. There's no ceiling outside. Yeah, yeah. Makes you think, subhanAllah, how amazing the world is, how big it is, and whatever it is. And at the same time, it's so small. But I'm, I'm talking like I'm high right now, but... <laughs> yeah. But no, like, like, yeah. like, that sort of stuff. Yeah, that did sound like a blunt conversation. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, there's no ceiling outside. <laughs> no, no, I'm being serious because yeah. you've been inside for a long time. You've been on the computer. Yeah. You're kind of stuck in a digital world. You move away from it. You're like, oh, the house is pretty big. And you realise the house isn't that big either. Yeah. Mm. And you walk outside. You're like, oh, the Fresh street. Fresh air, sunlight, bro. Street, right? Look at the mm-hmm. trees. Look at the deck. Because we've got a path behind our house that you could run on. Mm-hmm. I'm running on the path and it, like, it's like a, at least two kilometres path. Yeah. Like, wow, wow, look how big it is, man. The sky's <laughs> there, bro. There's a moon out and the <laughs> sun out. How's that yeah, working, bro? It's beautiful, You're like, man. bro, ha- yeah. the sun's not down yet. Why are you here? <laughs> you know, the, the, the Peterson analogy is actually a pretty good analogy because I'll tell you why it's a good one. Because a lot of people have 
all these problems in their lives. And the whole essence of that message is like start in your own backyard, like start in your own bedroom before start before you start tackling the whole world. They have all these problems and what happens is they put their problems out onto the world. But what they don't realize is they've got problems at home. You know, and until you fix your problems at home, then you can actually go tackle the world. Mm. And that's his whole message. And I remember when he was saying that, he was saying it in regards, because he was low-key getting cancelled. And he was a psychologist at his, um, what's it called, at the Ontario University or whatever. And they wanted to get him, they wanted to get rid of his job over there, Remember, you know. Yeah. And they started sending messages to the dean over there, emails and blah, blah, blah get rid of him. And Joe Rogan, th- he said this on the Joe Rogan podcast, and he goes to him like, like, this is your time to speak if you had a chance to speak to the audience. You know, it's a powerful platform. And it goes like, like he's he's trying to tell him not to cancel the school, not to cancel these people that have all these problems. But he goes like, I only ask one thing from you guys. It's like fix your problems in your bedroom before you start causing like basically more fitness out there in the world, you know. But it's a good message. Find those words, but you know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, Jordan Pearson knows nothing about fitness, but, but you get what I mean. Mis- <laughs> mischief. I probably should yeah. use the English word. But yeah, yeah but I think we'll wrap up the episode there, inshallah. Thank you guys for listening to another episode. Do you guys have anything else to say? Subscribe, like, comment, uh, share. Yeah. Make Abdiwali happy. Tell us how your lockdown's been. Comment <laughs> below. Yeah, I'll DM you guys, inshallah. So, bam.